Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Sorry, a slight technical glitch right there. That's my fault. But I am Mike Luke, joined by Brody Dryden. And uh, as always, DraftKings got a great deal going on. You throw down $5, and you know what? On an NFL game, you win, you get a $200 free play. Brody's about money. I'm about money. So you know what? Hop on. Be like us. So, all right, Mr. Dryden, we've got uh, got a couple cool things to talk about today, but we're also going to be uh, discussing, um, you know, some moves in uh, Brody Dryden's life. But that's called a teaser, and we'll get to that in the third segment. <laughs> so, first and foremost, let's kind of rehash a little bit of the Arizona-Washington game. Um, you're uh, heavily involved, obviously, in the pregame show with IMG doing some specials. What are kind of just... On the ground, what are kind of the, just the vibes around everything that's going on? Is it that it's competitive? You know, they're competitive. They're going to get there. Where exactly are we right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's certainly competitive right now, Mike. And um, in, in those first three quarters, we saw Arizona was finally kind of leading. The, the unfortunate thing is that, you know, you, you watch the team and they are competitive and it seems like so strong and. Uh, everything's going well for about three quarters or maybe a little bit more or something. And then, uh, you know, Jed Fish has talked about it week after week. Uh, the team just needs to learn how to finish, learn how to get over that kind of mental hump of, um, you know, just not letting it happen again where where everything goes wrong by the end of the game because Washington took advantage after that interception. Um, I, I would say that after this game, there were a ton more positives than, you know, we watched the Colorado game. You were there, Mike. Uh-huh. And, you know, that was just from, you know, start to finish, basically. I mean, Arizona did hold them to six points in the first half, but it, it was just ugly um, there. And I, I feel like for, you know, in a relative perspective, this was sort of a bounce back performance for Arizona. Their defense played really solid, holding Washington to only 21 points after uh, letting up 34 against uh, Colorado. Stevie Rocker uh, obviously had his chance to shine uh, with a great game. Jalen John continues to chip away. And mm-hmm. I, I think also for Will Plummer in the game, I thought, you know, it, stats-wise, not too impressive. It was 62 yards, two interceptions. Um, but for a lot of the game, I, I thought they kind of, you know, they didn't try doing too much. We've seen that earlier in the season with, with Gunnar Cruz and Will Plummer. It seemed like they, the, the staff kind of had the quarterbacks doing stuff that they weren't comfortable with or that they just didn't have in their right. game. But I thought they, they kind of had a Will Plummer in a good kind of controlled state doing what um, he needed to do. There were just a, a couple uh, mental mistakes there in, in the stretch. All right. So, yes, I agree with all that. One thing that we do need to talk about, Brody, is that uh, Don Brown is a beast. Like the job that he has done with the defense coming over from Michigan has been incredibly impressive for me. This is a unit that is not a great unit by any means, but it's also a team that, you know, you look at it and they're kind of middle of the conference or middle of the road in the pack. And 
going into the year, I mean, I don't, I didn't expect a Rose Bowl. You didn't expect a Rose Bowl. Um, I just wanted to see improvement on both sides of the ball. And Don Brown has come in, and from a defensive perspective, outside of the San Diego State game, Arizona's had a chance to win almost every game, and a lot of that has been off the backbone of that defense. Yeah, exactly. The the defense has kept Arizona uh, in these games, and even though you know Wildcats lost against Washington, holding that team again to just twenty one points, we've seen um, you know things get a lot worse for Arizona throughout this season. So yeah. That, that's the thing. Don Brown has held up his end of the deal. It's just time for Arizona's offense to figure things out because um, as much as, you know, offense and defense, different sides of the ball, totally different things, they really rely on one another. And I think that was just something that didn't help um, in the Colorado game at all was that, you know, Don Brown's defense that, you know, they were playing well and they held Colorado as much as they could. But when they saw the other side of the ball just doing uh, you know, really giving them no support. Um, things just kind of blew up from there. And I, I feel like you can't really blame them. Yeah. All right. Let's get to Andre Veris. He says, good morning. I say Arizona doesn't win a game the rest of the year. They're not. Oh, look at you, dude, Debbie Downer. They're not beating SC Utah at Wazoo or ASU. Maybe they beat Cal, but they won't be able to move the ball against Cal. So question here. Where do you think most likely it is that uh, Arizona that Arizona is able to sneak a victory there? It's a it's a tough question, Mike. Because I you, we you our listeners know. bring tough questions, Brody. That's yeah, when you hop yeah. on here. You know what? You're going to be hopping on the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I should have expected it, Mike. I, I think Cal is the one that you circle. Um, I think USC, if the correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but the the line is like 21 points. USC is favored. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is hard going to the Coliseum uh, and everything. But the one nice thing, you know, Arizona has so many Los Angeles and Southern California players on their roster. So their their families are going to be there. It's almost kind of a homecoming of, of sort for a lot of guys there. So I, I think that gives a little bit of an extra boost. And how Arizona's played tough teams, um, you, you know, like Oregon, it, it seems like they kind of play to their competition in a way. But Oregon, we saw Washington last week. I could see Arizona covering that 21 point spread. Um, but but Cal uh, for a, a win, um, Cal is the one you circle because it is homecoming. It's a noon kickoff. Cal is is the best chance of the you know uh, other than Colorado, the other um, you know worst team that Arizona is going to be facing. So. It is going to be tough for them to move the ball. I, I think there is a lot of positivity, and I, I like the creativity and um, willingness of Jed Fish to put Jamari Joyner in that wildcat position and change the offense up because they just had to. And instead of being more, uh, you know, stuck in his way about things, I like the way that they're getting more creative and finding ways. So I think that there could be a way if they continue on that trend, um, maybe put that, that wildcat formation into more use. Cause I think they should by the Cal game and have it all figured out that that could be the win. Brody, great people think alike. And you and my guy, Bob, who I actually, I've never met before. Bob has been a longtime supporter uh, first at the radio now here at the podcast. Uh, and uh, Bob, first of all, Bob uh, recognized me at Safeway the other day. And I was quite flattered. Bob yeah. also says, you know what? He's a fan of what Brody Dryden has to say because he said, feed running back Jalen John and feed him. I agree with you. And Brody, you talked about that in the first or, you know, earlier on. 
John's got not that the other running backs don't. They're all they're you know that the running back game really hasn't been the problem. But John has been effective for them, and he's got a little bit of that next level kind of wiggle to him that I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people maybe haven't seen from some of the other backs, Brody. Yeah, exactly. And he's a guy that you see it because it's no secret Arizona's offensive line isn't the best we we've seen over the the past few years, but. Um, and I feel like somehow Jalen John still makes it work on those runs right up the middle that uh, other guys, you know, like Michael Wiley, who, who came into the game or into the season, excuse me, as kind of running back option number one, mm-hmm. uh, hadn't been able to do. He's also run into some injury issues. But I feel like Jalen John um, and we saw Stevie Rocker against Washington as well in a couple instances just make something out of nothing, which is a, a really important trait because – uh, again, I and I don't mean to get on the offensive line too much, but with this offensive line, you're not going to just get a ton of free um, open holes with uh, a ton of opportunity there. So, yeah, well, I, I, I agree with Bob too. feed Jalen John as much as possible. Brody, you got to play at middle of the road. And we're going to give you a reason that Brody's got to play at middle of the road coming forward. Um, so, well, again, a tease. One thing I do want to tell you, though, about is DraftKings right here. DraftKings, here's my pick of the week. In- well, I'm excited here, so I'll get the promo out of the way first. You put down five dollars, you get to, and um, any NFL game, you get back 150 or excuse me, 200 dollars in free plays. You just got to bet five dollars and win your NFL game. It's that simple. DraftKings also allows me to have my pick of the week, my basically my way to be able to back the A here. My version of backing the A, my pick of the week is Arizona USC has an over under of 56 and a half. I like way under there, Brody. You're gonna be you're gonna be doing some pregame segments for uh, uh, before the game, correct? Yep. Okay. Sure. You know what? What is your feel about? Uh, you're on the ground. You're in the trenches. What uh, What do you feel? I don't feel that Arizona can score enough points, and I don't think USC is good enough to score 56. There's my DraftKings pick of the week. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think that's pretty accurate because Arizona's defense isn't that good motion right now, and um, I, I think they've got a, enough momentum. And the, the tough thing is this is maybe the most talented offense that they've faced, uh, and, and especially their receiver cores, or, you know, with Drake London. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to be the best receiver they face all year. And uh, one thing we saw last game, hopefully Arizona has Gunnar Maldonado back. He should be back. Um, and so hopefully the coverages will be a little bit better, but, uh, that, that's one thing all, all season long. We've seen, uh, Don Brown is Dr. Blitz. So everyone, the, the pressure is there on the quarterback, but then it kind of leaves the, the secondary and the cornerbacks a little bit more vulnerable. So I'm curious to see. Um, how Arizona's defense can can stand up. And, the, and that's the thing. It, it might be a good first half. We've seen a good three quarters from Arizona's defense, but they're going to need that support from the offensive side of the ball. And um, I, I don't know. I, either way, though, I do agree with you. It could get close, but I think that that's a pretty solid, solid bet to make. All right. One thing that you do need to remember, if you do have a gambling issue, this is uh, we'll call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And the cool thing about PHNX is we've got guys like Brody Dryden coming on here on a weekly basis. And again, 
Brody's definitely a guy that when I first met, I could tell he was going places. And you know what? He uh, again, it's an honor to have you on here, big dog. And um, guys like Brody, Jay Dobbins, got g- good dudes coming on here all the time. So make sure to check out the podcast. Look at AZ Wildcats. Go to Go PHNX. All right, let's get back to Bob, my Safeway friend. This offense really reminds me of Arizona football 2006 Mike Canales, Chris Henry running right into the lineman for a gain of two. Brody, in 2006, how old were you? I was seven. Okay, so you probably don't remember a ton of that then. You probably won't. I do have a Chris Henry uh, jersey rookie card. I think he was a Titan. Oh, Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I do have that. So I, I don't necessarily remember him on the U of A, but I do have that. My uh, Chris Henry story that I got for you is that uh, I had just turned 21 and I ran into him uh, downtown and uh, he was at the, uh, he he was drafted by the Titans at that point. And I asked him, I said, Chris, why aren't you playing? You're not putting up any numbers. He got very, very mad at me. And I realized at that point, not to, uh, not to talk that way to people that are much bigger than you. So (laughs) Chris, if you're out there listening, which I'm sure you are, you know what? Uh, We appreciate you. All right, Arizona SC, like you said, the point spread has kind of fluctuated between 19 to 20, 21, depending on where you look. You should be on DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, that's really the only place. But what does success look like for in this game here? I think that I, I think Bob is on Bob's been very annoyed by the offense. My question is this after watching though Gunner Cruz and Will Plummer, and again, I get it, Brody doesn't want to get too far into the weeds on this. I get that. But I can't. Um, the quarterback play just hasn't been what you generally need. I mean, Will Plummer was 16 to 22 for 62 yards. That's going to be tough to win games. And I don't know what a guy like a Jed Fish is supposed to do there. Yeah, I, I mean, it is hard because Will Plummer started out as kind of the number two option or co-starting quarterback in the beginning of the season and, and dropped down to third string. When we heard from him at uh, media availability before this Washington game, I, I do like where uh, Will Plummer's head is at, though. You know, he, he talked about, I mean, the quote that's been kind of shared everywhere is him saying that the NAU uh, game was the worst night of his life. And, right. You, you know, he kind of talked about going through film and seeing his mistakes and recognizing what he needs to do and stuff. And I, I like that at, at the very least. You know, he, he kind of knows that, he has a, a lot to improve on. It seems like um, in the Washington game, too, we did see a little bit more of a humbled Will Plummer uh, than we've seen before. He kind of understands his assignment. He's encouraging when, you know, he has to go in uh, in the receiver slot or something and Jamari Joyner is lining up under center. He's kind of more um, aware and kind of knows what he has to do. He's the last scholarship quarterback um, on the roster. So I, I still have... Uh, while it hasn't been a, a winning formula yet for the situation that Arizona's in, um, I don't think I can necessarily blame uh, Will Plummer for for where he's at because he, he's just doing his best. And I, I think there's still some room to improve. And and I think that's what we could see from the U.S. Wait a second, Brody. Brody? Yeah. You think that yeah. there's room to improve in the quarterback situation? <laughs> well, yeah. And, and just for uh, – there's obviously room to improve, and I think that – Will Plummer will improve um, by, and I think it, it's kind of primed. You know, Arizona's goal right now break the losing streak, and I, I think um, they kind of, we saw glimpses of what a successful Arizona team, what a winning Arizona team can look look like under these 
pretty bad circumstances for this year against Washington. And USC might not be the week, but it, it could be a tough challenge and kind of a good appetizer for that that Cal uh, that Cal game. Tasty, tasty. All right, Bob's got another question for you. This is a little bit more up Mr. Dryden's alley. Which offense was worse, Brody, 2016 Arizona or 2021 Arizona? I think 2016 is probably Brandon Dawkins. Oh, Brandon Dawkins. That was that was tough. That that's the one thing. Um, I remember those bracket Brandon Dawkins days that it, I see a little bit of a parallel, unfortunately, with this year, where it was kind of those like short screen passes mm-hmm. um, to the sideline. That yep. ne- a lot of horizontal really passing. Yeah. A lot of horizontal passing. Um, but I think Brandon Dawkins got a win. Um, so I, I might have to say 2021 on that yeah, one, Bob. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go. I know where Bob's leading. I know where Bob's leading right there. But at the end of the day, we're back in the A, and I think that's what matters yeah. here. Um, so what do you, uh, Brody, we're not going to have you back on before, uh, Arizona USC, before we get to some women's hoops and a pretty cool announcement. What, uh, what is your, uh, what is your score prediction? Do you care to put one out there? You know, I'll put, um, I was on camp radio actually as a guest yesterday and I had a score prediction and I, I want to say it, it was similar. I think it was 28. Uh, 17 USC is okay. my final score. 28-17. Wow. So you look for a spirited effort out of the Cats. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something there, and they'll cover. Um, and I, I think that that's what I'm going with. I'm locking that in, Mike. All right. Scott Schlittenhart. Uh, Scott Schlittenhart doesn't like the Bob question. He says, Brandon Dawkins would kill this 2021 team. I tend to agree with it. The thing about Brandon, though, is Brandon did throw a lot of interceptions um, at – not the most opportune times. So, but uh, I'm going to go USC 29. I don't know how they're going to get 29. That's a very odd number for a football game. But, you yeah. know, there's ways that they can do it. Um, And I'm going to go Arizona 10. I look for an easy cover there right there, Brody. That's what I'm telling you, though. Okay. Now, I want to tell you a couple things first before we have a pretty exciting announcement on this show. And you know what? Uh, Brody's a humble guy, but you know what? Brody's going to have to put this out there. First and foremost, though, I want to talk to you about something else where you don't need to be humble about, and that's Manscaped. Now, we're in the year 2021, and it's okay to admit that, you know what, guys? We're, we have to keep care of everything downstairs. That's where uh, that's, that's the moneymaker. And you know what? In 2021, there's no reason not to. Manscaped has you covered from all the tools, the lighting, the formulas. There's a reason that it's on and it's taken over. And you know what? There's a reason that it's here on the PHNX while or on PHNX uh, all over. Manscaped's where you want to go. One thing though that I do want to tell you about is you should get on there now. You get 20% off free shipping with the code word PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code word PHNX, manscaped.com. Keep everything down there, tightly trimmed, fresh, whatever way you want to look at it. You know what? It's uh, And tell us that, uh, and tell them that PHNX sent you. All right. Now, on the AZ Wildcats podcast and go PHNX, we try to have the best guests. And the guy too, well, depends on how you're looking at it, either my left or, or my right, depending on, again, how you, how you want to look at it. Um, Mr. Dryden has um, 
he's got a he's got a pretty cool new career uh, endeavor going on right here, Brody. Why don't you uh why don't you tell us mere mortals what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So uh, tonight uh, at six o'clock is going to be the first broadcast of the U of A women's basketball season exhibition match against Eastern New Mexico, and um, I'm going to be behind the mic for uh, the whole season doing doing radio play by play for uh, U of A women's basketball. So I'm I'm super excited. Um, going to be a wild season, I'm sure. Hopefully, as successful, maybe even more than. Uh, last wow! Year. So you're expecting a national? You know, Brody. They did go to the national championship game last year, so they sure did. Well, if, hey, uh, Co- Coach Barnes wants uh, wants one more win at the end of the season, and um, I, I, I'm behind her, so I, I believe her, and we'll, we'll see what can happen. Okay. Wow. So again, so you can check out Brody tonight. What time now? What time? Uh, what time are you going to be signing on? I know that you're on a little bit before the game too. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be around five forty five, five fifty, somewhere in that that range. So t- tune your uh, radio dials to fourteen hundred KTUC. Will be uh, online as well. You can find all the information on uh, the U of A women's basketball schedule. All right. You're going to get to meet my guy Nate Rady too. Is a very cool. Uh, very oh, yeah. cool board op. You've met, have you met Nate before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know Nate. Nate's one of the most solid people you'll ever meet. So looking mm, forward to is. that and check out Brody. All right, Brody. Now that we have the official women's play-by-play analyst on there, let's talk a little bit about the women's team. Now, Ari McDonald obviously has moved on to the WNBA and is doing great things up there. You've and a lot of people are saying, well, Arizona's going to take a big jump back. I, I don't, I'm not an expert on this. I know that you got Sam Thomas. I know that you've got like a Shayna Pellington. What, what should Arizona fans be looking for this year? What do they need to see for the cats to be able to at least be good this year? Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, obviously I understand when uh, the program loses their best player in its history, Ari McDonald to the WNBA, you're going to see a little bit of a step back. Um, there, but it's really a more of a question mark than anything because, you know, of course, uh, Adia Barnes has said that the team's going to be better this year, which is which is hard uh, a hard pill to swallow. But th- there is a possibility there because um, Coach Barnes has used the transfer portal to her advantage a lot. Taylor Chavez um, is on the watch list for being the best shooting guard in the country, and she's transferred from Oregon. That was a, a player. Um, that she's talked about. She tried to recruit Taylor Chavez. She's out of Surprise, Arizona. She was the uh, Gatorade player of the year, her senior year of high school and stuff. And, you know, at the time when she was coming out of high school, she didn't really give Arizona a chance in recruiting. But now that Arizona has built itself into the program that it is, she's now transferred here. Uh, she'll probably be starting at the, the shooting guard position. So she's going to be a big difference maker. Koi Love a uh, transfer from Vanderbilt, who as a team didn't necessarily um, do a ton of amazing things, but Koi Love is going to be a huge difference maker there. And then uh, you look at Araya Copeland, four years at Alabama, and she has, she's on the record books for the Crimson Tide women's basketball program on a few things. And with the, the extra year due to COVID, um, she got to transfer here as a grad student, and she'll be uh, suiting it up for Arizona. And the recruiting class as well. This is just going to be a, a totally different team. You know, you saw Ari McDonald run the offense basically and, and 
she was almost like an Allen Iverson, you know, that was the comparison mm-hmm. um, yeah. you, you got from her and Sam Thomas, Kate Reese were also there as well. But uh, Adia Barnes said she, she's got 15 players that could be starting on any uh, given program in, in the country, but they're all on this team. So it's going to be hard for her to be setting her rotation, see who gets uh, more playing time and, and whatnot. But it really is going to be, you know, a, a great team. And that's what tonight's about. It's an exhibition game. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of see how things go, who performs well when, it, when it's actually game time and, and see, you know, how everything falls together. All right, uh, Brody. Well, let's look at you've already got you got a fan group already forming here. We got KB Thiel. Can't wait. I'll be there tonight, but we'll definitely be listening to your calls when I don't go. Very cool. Very cool. And then uh, we see we got Bob right here who says, I think this team has a chance to be a better team this year. Adia has recruited well to beat teams up in the post. Is this a team that could really be a problem down low for some squads there, Brody? Oh, yeah, for sure. That that was one thing in the national championship game. You know, only losing by a point to Stanford. It was their third time playing this season. But you could tell, you know, Stanford did have uh, some size on them. And the, the post game. Uh, was there a little bit more than Arizona. But, you know, Kate Reese having another year under her belt. Uh, she's come back. Samaje Smith, you know, the tallest player on the team. Um, she'll be back, hopefully, as a lockdown defender. And then the, the two new players I mentioned, Ariah Copeland, transfer from Alabama. Uh, she's, uh, you know, big experience. She'll be a really good post player. And then uh, Aaronette uh, Vonley, they call her, her Nettie. She's one of the highest recruited. Nettie, high, I like Nettie. Yeah, high, highest uh, ranked recruits that Adia Barnes has been able to bring in. She's from Oregon. She's a true freshman. She's 6'3", um, and she looks like she'll be really solid. So there's um, a few post players uh, down low that should be big difference makers, and I, I think it'll be improved down, down low for Arizona. All right, Andre Veras says, I think Reese really needs to step up. Ari hit a lot of her issues, but it seemed like Reese really struggled in the tournament. The only thing that I could say to that is that Reese also was very young at that point, but you could see that she had a lot of tools to work with. Is she one that you, is she one, Brody, that you look to make a big jump this season? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think she is a kind of a leader. We actually heard from her at the press conference um yesterday as well after Adia Barnes and and she does seem like um you know a real leader and that was the other thing in the tournament a lot of the post play and defending uh some of the bigger uh post players on other teams fell onto her and now she has a little bit more support that you know there can be kind of a, a twin towers arrangement with uh either Ariah Copeland or Aaronette Vonley and then Samaje Smith is there as well. So there's a lot more size overall that I think, you know, instead of Kate Reese sometimes being the, the only post player on, on the court uh, to defend whoever's out there for the other teams, it'll help a lot. Okay. Brody, again, now that you, you've reached the big time and I'm not even being facetious, I like hitting around a little bit, but this is uh, this is incredibly cool news that you're going to be the uh, play-by-play person for Arizona women's basketball. Um, and again, Love having you on here. You know what? You certainly add to the uh, the guest repertoire. And so can I still get you to come on on a weekly basis, buddy? Sure. You can count on it, Mike. Thank you. All right. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I will, we're we're going to be off tomorrow. I got to drive up to Phoenix to meet with some peeps, but we will be back Saturday with the post game show, or as Bob would like to call it, the pre post game show with myself and Anthony Jamino. Appreciate all of you out there. Everybody tuning in. 
Um, and uh, we will talk with you Saturday. Be ready to bring those comments and those questions. Thanks again, guys. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.